What's good, y'all? It's your boy Norms. This is Local Locals Podcast. Starting something new out there for all boxing fans. I've been watching boxing for years since I was a kid, growing up Puerto Rican, watching uh, on the on the on the hot box, watching Tyson <laughs> fights, and before there was before there was uh, more than one fight on on a card. You know what I mean? I'm talking about mm. when it was just one. It was just Tyson showing up and knocking people out, and he's the reason out his undercards. But uh, I decided to bring on my co-host because we're trying something new. And uh, I decided I could pick anybody in the world in terms of boxing. But why not pick somebody that's actually living the life? My man David Flat Sparks, what's good, bro? Yeah, what's going on, bro? We here, we here. Yo, I mean, first of all, coronavirus is fucking everything up right now in boxing. It's fucking everything up in sports, period. Like <laughs> Fights are getting canceled, shit's going <clears throat> off. But we still got a lot of big announcements that are going on. Facts. And uh, we're going to get to that. But um, give people a little bit of background on you. I know you're a professional boxer. What? The, let them know professional weight, weight, weight class and everything. All right. So, yeah, my name is David Flat Sparks. Instagram, David underscore Flat underscore Sparks. For the people who don't know. Now I'm saying I'm from Brooklyn, New York. Crown Heights to be exact. Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah, you know. So, so check it. My, my my background is like this. Now I'm saying I've been boxing my whole life. Come from a boxing family. Now I'm saying my started with my grandfather Sam Taylor. Now I mean my 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 mother's my my mother my mother was involved in it because that's my mother's side of the family. So okay. my mother, my aunts, cousins, uncles, everybody was involved in it because of my grandfather. He was ranked number one way back in the day. Mm. Now I'm saying so. Then my father's side, that my father's side was into it too. My father boxed when he was younger. Now I'm saying, you know, he didn't really take it serious. He was running the streets. But um, he did that. Then it just spread, you know, it just spread throughout, you know, throughout the whole family. So I had a, I had a nice amateur background. Started off when I was about, really, I've been doing it my whole entire life. But officially in the gym since I was like eight years old. Now I'm saying, um, had, a, had a nice amateur career. Now I'm saying uh four national championships. Now I mean a Golden Glove championship. Now I'm saying traveled the world, spar with some of the best fighters in the world, world champions, Olympians, mm-hmm. everything like that. You know, so my 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 background is decorated, and right now I'm I'm undefeated as a professional. You know, been going through some contract situations, but I'm good now. But you know, we're here now. You know, I, I, the reason I, I wanted you as the co-host of my show is because you're living the life of a boxer. And most yes, people sir. think, when people think boxing, they think <coughs> Money Mayweather, Canelo yeah. Alvarez. They think Lamborghinis right. and Ferraris and stuff like that. Right. But the average boxer doesn't <clears throat> live that life. The average boxer is, is pretty much struggling to make ends meet in boxing. And, and when I say this, people look at me like I'm crazy. They see right. all types of shit. But uh, I had brung, I had interviewed Richard Steele last week, uh, like mm-hmm. I was telling you earlier, and I told him I was like the average boxer makes thirty thousand dollars a year, and that's not even mm. take home. That's that's paying everyone. That's know, a fact. You know what I'm saying? You gotta and, remember. Hold on, hold on. Let me let me let me cut in right there. Absolutely. Sorry to interrupt. You know. Let no, me say good. this: thirty thousand. Now we talking about we talking about when the average boxer, like you said, I live this life, so I know the fronts and backs of it. The, the average boxer, when they start off, if they're not signed to a big promoter, they're probably making 1500 
dollars fight in the beginning. Fifteen. I'm saying now fifteen hundred in the beginning. That's per fight. Now you gotta think. They still gotta look out for their cut man. They they manage they not they manager. They cut man and they trainer. Now I'm saying not to mention the gym expenses when they getting ready for the fight. Now I'm saying this is stuff that's that's not noticed by by the average person. Yeah. Now I'm saying so. Right there, right there, they broke already because they got to look out for cut man, they got to look out for trainer, and then they got their gym expenses. Now I mean, they got they got to travel back and forth from the gym to home. They got their food. They got all that, especially if they don't have management and a good promoter, like I said. Mm-hmm. So I didn't mean to cut you off, but I just wanted to throw that in because you said the the small amount that's made, yeah. it's crazy. It's crazy. Fifteen hundred. I'm thinking, if <laughs> that's insane, fifteen hundred yeah. a fight. First of all. Mo- that means you would have to work. How do you how, like? How is the, the 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 playing field leveled? Because some guys, of course, like you said, have promoters. Uh, you have like Ryan Garcia; he's with Golden Boy. You have uh, Chris right. Colbert; uh, he's with right. I think he's with um, Al Heyman. Uh, Al Heyman. You have a lot of these guys that are with promoters, but the majority of boxers aren't signed to promoters. There's a lot of guys that right. are pros out there that aren't. How how do you even? How does that even work? Like, how do you even get signed to 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 a uh, to a? <clears throat> All right, now this is a whole different. This is a whole different subject now because see, now this is where things like racism come into play. You know what I'm saying, which is which is it's it's terrible because see. All right, take Oscar De La Hoya for for instance, right? Golden Boy, he's one of the top promoters with his company, Golden Boy. Yeah, but he mostly deal with. Mexican fighters. Yeah. I mean, he is Mexican. Now, yeah. right, he's Mexican. So that's understood. I understand. You know what I'm saying? He understand what they come from. He come from that. He comes from that club. So I get it. But my thing is, now he has a guy in back of him that goes by the name of Bernard, Bernard Hopkins. Hopkins. Mm-hmm. Right. Bernard Hopkins, he's, he's one of the top guys in that same company, Golden Boy. Now, I'd be upset with him because... He don't look to put on talent that's coming out the hood. Mm. He's from Philly. He talk all this, he talk all this jail, hood, all of this where he come from. But who is he putting on from from his from from where he's from? You mm. know what I'm saying? So it's little things like that. And then you got Al Heyman. Al Heyman's signing, Al Heyman's signing everybody up. But Al Heyman's signing so many people up that now his fighters gotta go against all his fighters and Whoever is the winner excels. Whoever is the loser gets left back. Yeah. Now I'm saying so. It's like one person elevating, one person not even staying at that level, but going down a level. You understand? Mm-hmm. So the promoter, the the promoting side of the game is crazy. Now I'm saying even even with Floyd, Floyd got the the TMT uh, Mayweather promotions. Yeah. Now I'm saying who I've been who I've been training under for the last four years. Mm-hmm. Know what I'm saying, which I just left. I just left from over there. Now I'm saying relocated, but that's where I've been at for the last four years. Mm-hmm. Know what I'm saying so they got a lot of they, they got some decent fighters. Know what I'm saying, but you know, it's always things. It's always little things you can find that's that's not good in every company. Okay. You know what I'm saying so. Now, the racism part, I never even thought about that. That which is crazy, because yeah. again, mm-hmm. Oscar, of course, is Mexican American. Canelo's right. his biggest fighter, and his newest right. biggest fighter is Ryan Garcia, who he's pushing. Exactly. Who's another Mexican American? 
So exactly. I, I kind of get that, and it makes sense. You know, Bernard Hopkins is in there, and I don't. And again, I don't know who else. There, there probably is other uh, black fighters or white fighters in <clears throat> Golden Boy. I can't name any, to be honest with you, um, right. off the top right. of my head. But that's just you know not knowing the roster, and, yeah. and it's crazy. So like, like back to the question I'm saying. If you don't got a promoter, if somebody's not taking care mm. of you, you could still be a pro, correct? Absolutely. But isn't that a huge I've, disadvantage, though? It is. I've done it. The road that that road that route to take is much harder. It's much harder because you really have nobody backing you up. You have no you have no financial backing because that's what it comes down to. Okay. Just like anything else, that's like if a rapper wants to pursue his career as a rapper. He has to have financial backing to pay for studio time, pay for shows, traveling, mm. all of that. Yeah. Same thing with boxing. When you don't have a, when you don't have good manager or promotion, how are you gonna pay for your fights? How are you gonna pay for going to the gym? How are you gonna pay for your food? How are you gonna pay to live the lifestyle you need to live in order to excel in your career? Mm. I'm saying like that. These, these things that guys don't don't even talk about. I mean, because I know a lot of people. Like that that have, that that are pro and I'm and I sit there like even my my, my buddy um uh, Frank Galarza, I know um, mm-hmm. he that's my man that's yeah, my man from yeah that's my man Sunset Park, um yep. and you know I think he was <laughs> fighting at 154 pounds mm-hmm. and like he caught if I'm not mistaken I don't know when he signed his deal but I remember along the time long time when he ended up um, getting a chance for to sign the deal and it was just like he was already in like I think like 17 18 fights. And I'm watching, right. and I'm like, man, like, this is crazy. Because the NFL has college, you know. Yep. Then, you know, you go right to the NFL, and you get paid. Once you get drafted in the NFL, yep. and you're a pro, you're paid. You know what I'm saying? Automatically. Exactly. Yep. In boxing, it, it's just, it doesn't work that way. And it's just a huge disadvantage. When Canelo came up, or even Ryan Garcia, they got checks. They don't have to go work at Home Depot or work right. anywhere. They can just fully train. And, and to me... That's what makes boxing so crazy, and a lot of people don't know about these things. They 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 see the Tyson Furies and the Deontay Wilders, and they see the mm-hmm. lights and glory. But I would Facts. probably say, I'm I'm gonna take a number. What percentage do you think of boxers are professional that don't actually have aren't signed to a promoter? <laughs> Man, if I say I say seven. 65-70%. And let wow. me throw this. Let me throw this in there too, Nobs. Because I'm so knowledgeable about the sport. I'm mm-hmm. going to tell you this. Canelo turned professional when he was 15. Yeah. He didn't He didn't sound with Golden Boy until later on. Maybe he was 18, maybe 19, 17, something like that. But really? he went years fighting in Mexico under the radar. Okay. Know what I'm saying? So he's another guy that started off with no real financial backing. Really? Yeah, but he just started off so young. He turned professional at 15 years old. I mean, it seems like that's how it is in Mexico. They just start like at 14, 15. I mean, Mexicans, they've been, to me, the best Latin boxers, period. It's it's not even an argument. I mean, from Cesar Chavez to to, to Canelo. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean... what? Let me ask you a question. You're a professional boxer, correct? Are you signed to anybody now? Yeah, well, management, I just signed to uh, Freeway Rick Ross. If, for the people who don't know who that is, that's the old guy, the old uh, kingpin 
from back in the days, you know, one of the biggest, one of the biggest, uh, what they called kingpins or drug dealers from yeah, back in the day. The real Rick Ross. That, that changed it. The real Rick Ross, yeah, that changed his life, converted around. You know, now he's doing positive things. So he's he's an entrepreneur, philanthropist, all that now. But I'm in contact with him as far as management goes. So, so that that's that that is the most the weirdest. I would never have thought. How the hell did that happen? <laughs> he's a he, so he's a boxing promoter. He's he's uh. He's not a promoter, but he's he's connected he's connected to the boxing game through various boxers. And his lane, the lane that he goes in is more he wants to help boxers become bigger outside of boxing. So so how I how I hooked up with him, me and my my bro, uh, his name is Dream Killer, Stacey Crenshaw, Stacy Crenshaw, you know what I'm saying from Harlem, how how I hooked up with Freeway Rick Rose, we was training at uh at Floyd Mayweather gym in Vegas. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. he was just putting in that putting in that pain, putting in that pain. You know, going in there with the best guys, making our name for years we've been doing it. You know what I'm saying? And he heard of us through that. You know what I'm saying? He came down to uh to Vegas and you know, seen us, linked up with us. And really my my, my bro threw me the law because he was dealing with Freeway Rick at first. He threw the lob, and then, you know, we made that connection right there. Wow. Now, what weight division are you in right now? Light heavyweight, 175. So you find a light heavyweight, which is probably is which is one of the more unpopular divisions. Like, the money divisions, exactly. people exactly. would say, is 147 to about wherever Canelo's at, 160 to one, whatever. Um, yeah. How many fights do you have right now? Right now, I'm three and zero, but that's because that's because of the dirty side of the game. That, that's, what I, that's what I wanted to get that, into. Like, yeah, how do you yeah. get fights? Like, how do you set up pro fights? Like, this is why I'm at. You're three and zero. You right. you find a light heavyweight. How are you right. getting fights? How does that even How does that even happen? <clears throat> All right, so it goes like this, right? I was supposed to fight in the Olympics. The Olympic trials, 2000, I think it was 2012. And, you know, I went through a situation where I had a daughter and everything. So it kind of threw everything off. So at that time, this was 2011, I decided to turn professional. So, you know, I went, I went and got registered. That's when, you know, you, you, you get your federal ID and everything. I did all that about 2011. Mm -hmm. So now from 2011, to I believe 2014, I couldn't get no fights. I'm talking about guys stepped on the scale with me and then just backed out of fights. This went on for years. I just Why couldn't though? get no fights. Now, this the thing, no, it's like they people was telling me it's because my name, I was making noise, people was looking me up, stuff like that. Because I was I was touching, I was kind of like going the media route that other boxes wasn't going at my at my stage, at the stage of boxing that I was in. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was going through, like, Forbes DVD and certain, you know, certain hip-hop, certain hip-hop uh, platforms yeah. was, was was putting spotlights on me. This is 50 and all that. I was getting spotlight from those from those uh, platforms, and my name was kind of getting out there a little bit. So guys would look me up and be like, oh, I, he got a little name, so I'm not fighting him. This is what was told to me. 
Know what I'm saying? But wouldn't they I rather fight somebody with a name? I, I don't understand. That doesn't make any sense. That's the thing, no. People people be scared, man. A lot of guys, a lot of guys, like you said, they look at boxing like this. I see Floyd Mayweather, I see Canelo, I see guys like that. They making money. They they driving foreign cars. They rocking all this jewelry. They looking good. But why but 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 they don't understand that. It don't start off at that level. When you starting off, you got to fight. You know, you probably got to come up hard. So a lot of guys, they like, yo, I ain't getting paid $100,000 to fight flat. So, nah, I'm, I don't want to take this beating for that for that little bit of amount of money. Know what I'm saying? So it was things like that that was making guys back out of fights. Like, yo, I'm not getting paid enough for the for the punishment. Know what I'm saying? That I, that I believe I might receive. Maybe they wouldn't have received that kind of punishment. But in their minds, I'm my name buzzing. You know what I'm saying? So they like, yo, I might he might punish me. Is it worth it? So I'm guessing they felt like it wasn't worth it. You're three and zero. How does how yes, does sir. how do you how does the fight get set up? How does that actually go? Because you know, in in major sports like boxing is a profession. You have people that set up fight. You have mm. you know games, whatever schedules. How does a boxer actually set up a pro mm. fight? How does it actually happen? You got to go through a promoter. Okay. You you, got to go through a promoter. You have to go through a promoter now. Hello? Hold on, yeah, one second. Sorry about that, guys. I'm going to get them right back on real quick. I mean, this is uh, one of the most interesting things about boxing. I feel like a lot of people don't actually um, know. And, and, and I love this aspect of it because it's kind of uncovering what people don't understand. Uh, but flat upside, we, we lost connection. But um, how do you actually... Yeah, I, I apologize. No, that's no problem. How do, we, how do you actually um, go... How does, a, how does a professional boxer actually go by... Um, setting up a fight. You said you need a promoter. Okay, how does that? Yeah, work? I was saying, I was saying, I was saying like this. It's about if you're not signed to a promoter, it's about relationships. Either your management have to have a relationship, your coach have to have a relationship, somebody close to you have to have a relationship. Someone has to have a relationship with a promoter to get you on a card. Okay. And I'm saying now, now, now. It just so happens that me, I always had a big name in Brooklyn, so. Okay. Every every one of my fights, I sold it out. I sold more tickets than anybody I fought in. I fought on cars with some some decent names, and I outsold them all. Anybody that ever been in my fights or heard about me know that. You know what I'm saying so. So that's what helped me in my my little bit of fights is because I sold so many tickets that promoters wanted to deal with me. You know what I'm saying. But then at a certain point, I don't know what happened. Promoters just I guess they forgot about they forgot about what I do. So, and, and that's crazy. Like you have to sign with a promoter or have a, a type of relationship with uh, your manager has to have a, a relationship or whoever's uh, dealing with your career. That shit is right. crazy. It's it's like it's like right. it's, it's almost like hip hop. It's it's literally almost like rap. It is. The only it way is. you're gonna get a deal is if you have a relationship, and it's just so scary. Right. Like this is really. This is what boxing is. Like people, people see the, yeah. the the glitz and glamour, but you can't even get a fight. Like I mean, I mean, three <laughs> yo, fights is not a lot. Yeah. Yo, 
No, let me, let me say this, right? This is why I, I could relate to a lot of rappers. Because look, I signed a contract with a company, right? With a with a promotion, a promotional and manage a promoter and manager in 2016, yeah. which was my last fight. I sold it out in, in Atlantic City. I sold it out. So I signed the contract with the promoter and manager, right? Yeah. So guess what they did to me? What? They, you know how, you know how, you know how um record labels put a a, a rapper on the shelf and don't let them put no album out. Yeah. They did that exact same thing to me. They put me on the shelf, didn't let me get no fights. Every time I tried to have a fight, every time I had a fight coming up or I tried to fight, they would cancel it out. That's why I'm only at three three fights professionally. Because every time I tried to get a fight, the, the people I, I was in contract with would cancel it out. Because if they don't have nothing to do with it and they ain't collecting the money, they wouldn't, they just wouldn't let me fight. I'm saying it's a dirty game, man. And I mean, how many boxers do you think are actually going through this? Because oh, most people man. don't even know. Yo, every boxer went through that. Remember, remember, uh, Floyd. Floyd went through it with Bob Aaron because mm. he felt like Bob Aaron was mistreating him. So he he did whatever he had to do to get out of that situation. Yeah, he left that situation. Yeah. Right. Andre Ward went through it with Goosen with um with Dan Goosen. Now I'm saying because because uh. They had contract contractual problems, and he wouldn't let Andre Ward fight for like two two years mm-hmm. or something like that. And then, if you remember correctly, so towards the last few Andre Ward fights before he signed with uh, Rock Nation, yeah, they was giving him like one fight a year or one fight every two years. Now, I'm wow. saying Andre Ward is one of the best fighters ever. To it's a gold medalist. He's a, he won the gold medal. Yeah, so he has In my a opinion. Bit, yeah. He dominated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, he he dominated boxing, you know what I'm saying? But he he signed he signed that bad contract. That contract is, is a terrible thing. I know I've been through it. It's just it's just insane to me. Like when I when I see these, and because like, most people don't know uh, how many professional boxers are really actually out there. There's a lot of them, and a lot of guys are going through the same oh, thing you're bunch. going through. And if they Absolutely. don't sign their life away, they don't get fights. Or if they're not an Olympian, or if they don't have right. a, a following like that, it's insane. Right. Like, I mean, it, it's, it's definitely crazy. probably the worst sport to actually um, to become a part of because it's all about mm-hmm. your hustle. And it's crazy. Like, I see people go pro all the time, and I'm just like, like I, I watched recently a fight. I don't know, even know how the fucking this guy went pro. And um, mm. he, he looked crazy. It, it's actually a, a funny YouTube <laughs> video. And I'm like, I like, seen it. I know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, like I was like, how the hell yeah. did he become pro? How? What are the steps of becoming pro? like? It makes no sense. Like when you play baseball, you go to high school, you play mm-hmm. baseball, you can get drafted right. out of high school, or you can play college and get drafted, and then you go triple A, whatever. Right. NFL, you get yeah. drafted, you go to co- high school, then college, then whatever. Uh, basketball, mm-hmm. same thing. It's like mm-hmm. boxing is the most dysfunctional system I've ever seen in terms of it. And, and, and it's just, it's insane. Like, if you really think about it, like, Absolutely. even on the it's highest low. levels to the lowest levels, it's insane. What were yeah. you saying? I was saying, it's no, you know, you know what the big, the biggest problem is, Nobs? Yeah. Boxing has no commission. It mm-hmm. has no one, one roof. That's like the, basketball has the NBA. Yeah. Football has the NFL. Now yep. they got other arena, they got other leagues. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? But the biggest ones is 
the biggest funds, NBA, NFL, uh, MB, NBL, M- I mean, M- MLB. Um, NHL. Yeah. NHL, mm-hmm. yeah. Now I'm saying, but boxing don't have that. So that's the problem. It's like everybody is on a different wave. You got top-ranked fighters. Mm-hmm. They, they, they won't mix it up with Al Heyman fighters, which is PBC. They won't mix it up with, uh, with, uh, with Eddie Hearns fighters, which is the, um, the zone. Mm-hmm. Now I'm saying like they all, it's all mixed up. That's why, that's why we probably won't never see a, a, a great fight like Terrence Crawford and Errol Spence. And Errol Spence, yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna get to that. That, that that's insane, and it's, and it's like, I remember a lot of people felt like the mob ran boxing for a long time, and then Don King right. came out of jail. He did what he did. It's always right. been some type of corruption in boxing. Oh, yes. And, 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 and it's Absolutely. insane because there is no, like you said, there is no commission. So right. if, so if uh, you know, uh, what's his name? Bob Aram says, fuck that. I'm not letting Terrence Crawford fight your man because we're not getting enough money. It doesn't go down. Exactly. That exactly. shit is crazy to me. And that fight, yep. I mean, it's going to happen like Manny Pacquiao and Floyd Mayweather. It happened mm-hmm. six years too late. Exactly. This, exactly. This is why a lot of people call boxing a dying sport because, yeah, because to me, you know, in terms of, uh, you know, getting fights and the, the, these these promoters are what's ruining boxing. Do you ever think right. that that they can actually form a commission to where they can get past this stuff, or is just there's too much money out there for these guys to steal from the public? Because that's how I feel. I mean. I'm gonna keep it real, no. The 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 only way the biggest fights could be made is for the public to demand it. Like the public talk about it sometimes, but the public don't demand it. Like, yo, listen, we not watching Terrence Crawford fight some guy named War Machine or Mean yeah. Machine, yeah. whatever this guy is. If 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 he's not fighting uh uh Errol Spence, I'm not watching a fight. And it's not Terrence Crawford fight, because he'll fight anybody. I believe yeah. he'll fight anybody. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying, but it's just it's the promoters, the promoters, man. It's but that, but that's what's killing boxing. Like it is. Like it even is. like you know, I, I'm Floyd's my favorite fighter of right. all time. But him right. fighting Conor McGregor does nothing for boxing. Like, it just does right. nothing. Like right. there's so many good fighters that are 147 pounds. Uh, that it's just like even I, I feel like Danny Garcia is stuck in the mud right now. I feel like he's right. just sitting there. You right. know what I mean, like and again, and this is what I hate about boxing. How does Adrian Bronner get to fight Manny Pacquiao? How does that happen? How? He's he he's he's in demand because see, one thing, one thing, see, look, I always said this, right? Adrian Bronner, he's one of the most talented boxers in the game. Yeah. Hands down. Talent wise, he got it. But he just don't he don't put he don't it's something he's missing. He don't he don't take it serious when he get in the ring. He don't. He really don't throw punches. I think That's he. I think he's problem. trigger. I think he. He's become trigger shy yes. ever since yes. he fought yes. Madonna. That's what I. That's yes. What I feel. Yes. Mm-hmm. But even in that fight, he was trigger shy because I think he could have did way better. Yeah. He, he 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 didn't get knocked out. He fought back, but he could have beat Madonna if he really let his hands go. Now I'm saying so yeah. now, but, but you understand he's a marketing genius. Because he finds out every every time he finds out a way to get the people to watch, and that's what it all comes down to. No, and 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 that to me is a problem in boxing because, right? Why does he get to fight Manny Pacquiao and not Errol Spence, or not mm-hmm. uh, a Terence Crawford? These guys are winning fights. They're both undefeated. Right. 
Why isn't right. that happening? Why? And it's it's crazy because I think he won one fight out of the last like I don't know maybe five. I could be wrong, but mm. he wasn't winning. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. How does that happen? And that's why to me, boxing makes me sick to my stomach because there's mm. so many. I want to see the Errol Spence fight versus Terrence Crawford. I, I think mm. it's got to go down. Mm. Um, these are fights that have to be made. Danny Garcia right. sitting out there. I mean, I, why, why hasn't Danny fought Manny Pacquiao? Why is Manny even still boxing? In my opinion, um, it's right. just, it's just, it, it just kills me to actually see that none of these great fights happen. I'm glad that right. you know we we're getting um, Tiafimo Lopez versus uh, Lomachenko finally. Um, I'm glad right. that we're getting well, actually, Javante Davis hopefully accepts the fight with Ryan Garcia. I'm glad we're gonna get that. You don't think they're gonna fight? Nah, they're not gonna fight. I can tell you that right now. Well, man, I mean, I seen Ryan earlier. Um, he dropped a a YouTube video, I think yesterday, and he said he wants Javante in December. He said he wants to make the fight. That's what he said. I'm a, I'm gonna tell you like this, because I've been, I've been in the gym with Javante numerous times after training at Philly gym. Mm -hmm. That kid is a dog. Javante is a dog. Yeah. Now I'm saying like he, out of the young. Up to coming fighters, he got it. I'm gonna just tell you, he he's got very it. strong. Now, he's very strong. He's talented. He's, he's talented. He's skilled, but he's a more than anything. He got caught. He's a dog. He's gonna go get it. Now I'm saying he's not gonna wait for you to come to him. He's gonna go get in, and that's an attribute that's crazy in boxing because you got that. You really got like half the fight sold up because you go get that person. You gonna take their heart. Now I'm saying you're going to rip, it's ripping their heart out their chest. Yeah. As we call it in boxing. Now I'm saying, but I'm not going to lie to you, know, the kid, the kid, Ryan Garcia, they let him get too developed now because to me, in my opinion, give him about another two, two years, he's going to be able to beat a lot of dudes. Yeah. I, he's going to be able to stop a lot of dudes in two, two, three years. I guarantee you that. I, I say this when it comes to, and, and we're going to move forward and talk about the Ryan Garcia fight and the fights coming up. Mm-hmm. Ryan Garcia to me, um, he's a star. Um, he's got the look. Right. People love him. Right. He's got the power. Right. He's big. He's right. a big kid. He's 5'10. You know what I'm saying? Right. Javante's like 5'6, mm-hmm. I think, or something like that. Yeah. I want to see yeah, he's short. He's small. And, and, to me, and, and, and listen, I want to see the fight happen. I, I believe this is going to be a good fight. I actually got Ryan Garcia winning the fight, honestly. I have one. I don't know about that. I'm not gonna, right, now. If, not right I, now. I think if he does it in December to February, and and it's because I feel like Javante has a lot of things outside of the ring that affect him inside of the ring. Yeah. Um, doesn't make weight. He just, he didn't even make the last fight at 135. So right. like you got to question his desire. Obviously, he's talented. He knows he's talented, but right. he, he doesn't make weight, and it almost seems like. It almost seems like he's he's getting too big headed in a sense. I don't know him personally. I've never spoken to him, but this also the fact that Ryan is five ten. It's a really mm. tall fighter fighting him with distance and with power. I don't think that Javante's actually seen that, and it scares me the fact that I don't know if he's gonna if he's actually gonna if he's gonna be hundred percent in the fight. That's how. Let I me tell you this. Fight. Let me tell you this, Nobs. Yeah. Like I said. I've been around Javante in the gyms. You know, that's I don't have a personal relationship with him or nothing. But I've been around him in the gyms. I've yeah. watched his work. That kid is a killer. He the closest thing to Mike Tyson. That's really? why there's no it's 
Yeah, it's no. I just seen an interview they they had with him and Snoop, and and uh, Tyson was saying Mike was saying like, yo, this kid, this kid uh, Davis is a killer. He's a he's a bully. You know what I'm he's a he's a bully. bully. Yeah, he's a bully. Now now this is the thing though, like you said, it depends on how serious he take the fight, how hard he train. Because the time I was in the gym with him, he he was fighting uh he's fighting a kid overseas in, in England. Yeah. Uh, I forgot I forget the kid name. But he stopped the kid in like two, three rounds, and I watched him train. He was dialed in 100%. Yeah. He was focused. You know what I'm saying? So it, it, if he's focused like that with Ryan Garcia, he'll stop Ryan Garcia in less than six rounds. Wow. I guarantee you that. Six rounds? I guarantee I mean, you I, I want to see more Ryan. I think Ryan has a length. I want to see if, you know, my thing is, again, the height difference, differentiate. But, again, you're right. He is a dog, and he's strong. But I haven't right. seen him get hit either. I haven't seen him get hit by a guy that hits like Ryan either. So that's true. You know that that's something that that could take your heart away as well. You're taking a shot like that and fighting from distance. Yeah. Right, but, but but hold on. Let me throw this in there. Lord. Okay. You got to remember Ryan Garcia next fight. He's scheduled to fight Jorge Linares. Yeah. Which is which is the guy that dropped Lomachenko. Mm-hmm. And Jorge Linares is no joke at all. He's mm-hmm. he's nothing to play with at all. Okay. So. I gotta see. I gotta see how Ryan Garcia do against Jorge Linares because he's a multi-time world champion. He's one of the best. He's one technical fight game. He just lost to Lomachenko. He lost like to. He lost like a fight he shouldn't have lost. Now I'm saying he got a couple losses he shouldn't have. But that kid is that kid Jorge Linares. That man, he's a problem. Trust yeah. me. So I want to see how Garcia do against him. Also, uh, we're gonna run through the fights right now that people are talking about. Canelo today agreed to a third fight against Triple G. Yep. I didn't yep. think it was going to happen, but mm. they, it, it's going down. They said possibly they're aiming for September 12th at AT&T Stadium. Right. Now, now, me personally, I think I think he's going to win the fight clearly in the third fight. I don't think right. I don't think Triple G is as good as he was back then. I think Canelo's right. tasted his power and it doesn't affect mm. him. And I believe that Canelo's going to move him back the whole fight. And I, I believe in the third fight, he may stop Triple G. That's how I feel. All um, right. Now, hold on. Let's, let, let's, let's, let's get into this real quick. No? Let's do it. <clears throat> because because um, Triple G last fight was against my man Durinchenko. Now, Durinchenko, that's a guy that I came up training with in Brooklyn. Yeah. Sparred him. Sparred with him. You know what I'm saying? So... These certain fights I'm real close. I got a real close relation to. Like yeah. even 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 with Canelo, when he fought Danny Jacobs, I was Danny Jacobs' sparring partner. Yeah, know what I'm saying for that fight. So I and I was there when Jacobs fought Canelo in the arena, and I thought Jacobs won. Which okay, people mm. argue me down. Nah, he didn't. I don't think so. <laughs> you, I, I gotta. I, I I can't. I can't debate that no more. Yeah. But Canelo is on a different level now. Yeah. I think he's the best. And like you said, he's the best. Hands down. Hands down. He's pound for pound number one. He went all the way up to light heavyweight yeah. and stopped Kovalev. You know, you know what's crazy about um, Canelo? Mm. He's like no Mexican fighter we've ever seen. He, right. Right. he doesn't. Right. He, can, he can box. He can punch with both hands. He can fight mm-hmm. backwards. He can fight forward. Mm-hmm. He's a great yep. defensive fighter. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's ever been a Mexican that actually fought like Canelo. Ever. I've never seen one. The closest was Julio Cesar Chavez. But Chavez was a straight-ahead fighter. Chavez wasn't good going back. 
He was so a old he, Chavez could go back too. He was more of a so predator. I don't even know if you got to look at some of the old footage. He could go. He he didn't do it a lot of times. Yeah. But when he did, mm -hmm. he could fight going backwards, lateral mm -hmm. movement, everything. He had good defense, mm -hmm. everything. But yeah, you're right. Uh, Canelo, skill wise, he's he's head and shoulders above above every other Mexican. Yeah, I I I think he's the best power for power now. Um, he's he's phenomenal, phenomenal. Right. I know people are right. chasing him. To fight, I know the Charlos want a piece of him. Yeah, um, a lot of yeah. people want him. I, I think they should stay away, but I believe that's the money. That's the money. Absolutely, Canelo is the is the cash cow right now. Period. Absolutely, it's not even an argument. Mm -hmm. I mean, who you got winning the, the the Canelo fight versus uh, Triple G? I got Canelo stopping. I got him stopping him too. I think Canelo is just on yeah. a whole nother level right now, bro. Yeah, right now, forget it. Forget about it. I think Triple G's last fight, he was he was okay. I don't think he was that impressive. I really believe Canelo is going to stop him in that fight. And I think hopefully, you know, there's no more. Now, let, let's go into another. Actually, rest in peace, Roger Mayweather. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on, hold yeah. on, hold on. No, hold on. Before we get into Roger, right, let me say this. Because I'm about to say something you, you probably you never heard before. Okay. I'm predicting this. Canelo in the next... Two to three years is going to move up to heavyweight and win the heavyweight title. That's a lot of weight. He's not a big this, kid. He's not a real big guy. No, keep this interview on deck. Remember, I'm the first person you ever heard say that. He's going to move up to heavyweight and win the heavyweight world title. I mean, heavyweight division is terrible. I, I, I wouldn't be surprised. He's just terrible. too short. He's just, he's not a big guy. People don't understand. Canelo's really not that big. He's strong, he's but he's not, not at all. He's only like five eight. He's not a tall guy. Right. You know what but, I mean? So was Tyson. Tyson was at least five ten. You know what I mean? And, about know, the same. Yeah, he probably a little shorter than Tyson. Yeah, I mean, I, I wouldn't be surprised. I will say that I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, Canelo's getting bored. There's nothing for him left. Like he's exactly. literally that good. And I, I argue with people all the time. Uh, I remember Bob Arum came out and said that Terence Crawford wanted to go up to 160 to fight him, and I was like, is he fucking on drugs? Like, there, yeah. There's nothing yeah, Terence can do with Canelo. There's nothing. Hell no. There's nothing. Hell no. Um, moving forward, right? We were talking about the heavyweight. Mm -hmm. Well, actually, rest in peace, Roger Mayweather, which is, you know. Right, right. Again, that sad shout-out to the Mayweather family. He's had a long week right. losing his baby right. mom. Um, yep, yep. And now Roger Mayweather... You know, right. one of the greatest trainers of all time. Two, right. I think he was a two-time champion, a two-division champion. Um, mm, I know you trained at the Mayweather. Yeah, I know you were at the you trained yeah. at the Mayweather gym. You have any stories to share about Roger? I don't. I, I've never met Roger. I mean, I came out there in 2016, yeah. and when I came out there, he was to He was going towards. You know his his the last phase of his life, which was he was uh he was kind of sick. He was getting sick. I'm saying, but I I did catch the last the last chapter of him really training people. Yeah. So I got a chance to see it, you know, up close in person mm -hmm. that he was one of the best trainers in the game, really? hands down. Mm -hmm. Now I'm saying very knowledgeable, very experienced, and he had this certain kind of cockiness that you need in boxing. Know what I'm saying so. Shout out to Roger Mayweather, rest in peace to him and the, and the Mayweather family. But um, I, I have to say, yeah, he's one of the best trainers ever. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Nah, most definitely. I've always been a fan of him. Um, you know, I'm a, like I said, I'm a big Mayweather fan, and uh, you know, rest in peace. You know, and and to the next chapter. 
You know, my condolences go out to the Mayweather family. Let, let's, let's get into this next subject I want to talk about. Tyson Fury versus uh, Deontay Wilder. Deontay right. Wilder exercised the contract to go into the third fight. Right. Um, there's been a lot of controversy recently with Tyson Fury. The glove mm-hmm. incident, Errol Spence has been going fucking ham online about mm-hmm. it. About mm-hmm. the whole punching through the uh, the palm of the, you know, basically the palm of the hand with the knuckle. Mm-hmm. As a boxer, yeah, you've seen the tape. It, do they have a legitimate argument? Because I don't, I don't know. I, I kind of see it. And I'm just like, what the fuck's going on? It is. It does look crazy. When you seen the tape and the footage, what was your take on that? I mean, I'm gonna just keep it real. For one, the commission in, in Vegas is never gonna allow you to tamper with no gloves, nothing like that. Okay. That's that's that was my first point when this whole thing we brought up. Two. When your hand is in a glove, I don't see how you could make a fist. If anybody ever put on a boxing glove, which I've been putting on my whole life, I don't see how it's possible to make a fist in a boxing glove and have your knuckles in the front of the glove and the palm part of it. How is that possible? Yeah. Because your wrist wrist don't bend that way. Mm Mm-hmm. So how could your knuckle be in the front palm of the glove? That makes no sense. Mm -hmm. So I think it's just... I think it's just a bunch of BS. I mean, I told people... When they first announced the first fight, that there's no way Wilder could beat could beat Fury, yeah. Because Wilder is just technically not not that good. He's technically, but he has a mean right hand. Yeah. Know what I'm saying, and 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 Fury kind of took his heart away the first fight when he kept getting up from the right hand. Yeah. I'm saying so. And to add to your point, like again, it makes a lot of sense because how do you twist your, how do you contort your hand that way? Okay. It would look crazy. Now, right. again, this is the crazy shit about the allegations, which drive me crazy. The fact mm-hmm. that I mean, I, I, Errol Spence coming out and saying that kind of um, gives it validity, right? Which is whack. You know what I'm saying? Right. And I, I didn't really like them playing the race card with the situation. I thought it was corny. Me personally, yeah. and this is just real shit. After watching the first fight, right? Mm-hmm. I was like, Fury should have been more aggressive after watching it. I, I thought he won. The, I thought it was a draw. I, actually, I had him winning, actually, the fight until I the knockdown. Mm-hmm. But I was like, yo, um, Deontay Wilder is not a really good boxer. And when I seen in the second fight Tyson Fury being more aggressive, I was like, okay, you know, from talking to people in boxing and being around it for so long, Right. I know the most difficult thing for people, uh, for a lot of fighters, is to fight backwards because you get fatigued more, and that's what right. I think Tyson Fury did. I feel like Tyson Fury put the pressure on because Wilder never goes backwards, never. He right. never fights going backwards. He's not a good counter puncher. He, right. he lands that one shot and you go to sleep. He's right. not, you know. And I feel like Fury was like, "Yo, I'm gonna put the pressure on him. I'm gonna force him to have to adjust and box." And that's what I right. think the difference was. And he just started beating the shit out of him. Yeah. That, 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 yeah. That, that's what I thought. And I, and I think it's going to be the same thing in the third fight. Yes, I honestly it's think... Gonna be, it's going to be even easier. I, yeah, I honestly think Deontay Wilder is making a huge mistake in, in, mm-hmm. in um trying to get the third fight right away. I honestly right. think he should get in the gym, take a couple fights, then take Tyson Fury. I think it's the biggest mistake that he's making right now is to exercise that contract after the beating. Because he took a beating. This wasn't... Right. This wasn't a draw. This wasn't 12 rounds. It was close. This was an absolute beating. Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? He got clubbed. He got clubbed. I mean, do you feel like it's a mistake him taking this fight so soon? 
Absolutely. I I feel like if I was if I was Wilder or if I was in Wilder's corner, <laughs> I would try to get I would chase uh Anthony Joshua. Because I think Wilder could beat Anthony Joshua. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> I think now after his loss, he would have to take the least percentage, but he would he would do much better fighting Anthony Joshua now because Anthony Joshua saw the fight with Fury. Yeah. And he's saying, yo, all right, I can knock him out. So now he's he's more willing to take the fight with Wilder. Wilder would just have to take the less pay cut. Maybe, maybe, maybe uh what, 60-40 split? Yeah. Something like that. Yeah, take that fight because he don't have a chance with Fury. I'm gonna just be all the way honest. I, I agree. I think yeah. I, I think Fury was really smart, gaining twenty pounds, going in twenty pounds heavier than his last fight, mm -hmm. making him mm -hmm. go backwards. And again, yep. this is what people don't realize: he was making him go backwards, which was getting him tired and leaning on him, leaning that yep. extra weight on him the whole fight. Yep. That's what killed that's him. A, that's an old school trick. He yeah. had uh, he had Emmanuel Stewart nephew with him. Yeah. Uh, from Crown Gym, so you know they got they bought in those old school tactics. And and um he he just wore he just wore uh Fury down. I mean he wore uh, Wilder down. It wasn't that Fury was hitting him with one hard punch. Yeah, Fury's he not just, a big puncher. He's no, not. he's not a big no. puncher at all. But with that weight, with that amount of weight leaning on you, your legs. He already says legs was tired or whatever. Yeah. Whatever excuse he made. A lot of but people that, say he doesn't do no road work. He does. He doesn't really have good footwork at all. When it don't look him. like it. Yeah. It don't look like. But most heavyweights don't do road work. Mm -hmm. Why is that? They, cause they don't have to make weight. Yeah, that's true. I think you should make. I mean, hell yeah. I think you look should. At, look at look at Mike Tyson. Look at Muhammad Ali. Look at even Mike Tyson. He used to get tired as fights went. The longer the distance went, he would get tired. He would get more fatigued. But that's because he fought so aggressively. Now yeah. I'm saying, mm -hmm. yeah, but and, and road work is a must. And I think he was less disciplined after cuss too. Like, once, oh yeah, you know, he was less disciplined and he was doing other shit. Mike Tyson to me is my favorite boxer ever. <laughs> literally, literally, mm. I love him. Um, mm. I, I mean, I've never, in terms of skill set as a, of a heavyweight, the way his punches are coming from everywhere and just, I, you don't see that no more. You don't see heavyweights throw combinations like that. The best combination heavyweight puncher right now is probably uh. What's the Mexican kid's name? Um, Ruiz, Andrew Ruiz. Andrew Ruiz. He puts the best punches mm -hmm. together, but he's just fucking 5'10". Um, <laughs> yeah, you know, whatever. Um, again, this is another thing about Fury, which I forgot to mention. He's mm -hmm. actually facing an eight-year ban. Um, For what? So a... Okay, so in 2015, apparently he mm -hmm. took a... He came up dirty. I want to say for the WBO. He wow. came up dirty, and he apparently there's the he's allegedly there's a farmer that apparently that he paid or his camp paid twenty five thousand dollars to mm. to basically say that they gave him tainted meat, tainted boar, wow. and tainted pig, and wow. the guy just came out recently and he's saying that that Tyson Fury never paid him, and now he's facing. You know, he's coming out and stuff like that, and he's facing an eight-year ban if he loses. But, I wow. mean, yeah, I don't know. I'm surprised you didn't read about that. But, yeah, that's actually out there right now. Uh, I mean, personally, I don't think it's going to happen. I don't think he is. I mean, of course not. I mean, of course not. guy comes out five years later. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's talking that's... about he because he didn't get paid. I mean, I, I don't believe it. But he's yeah, they ain't going to pay that no mind, man. They ain't yeah. going to pay that no mind.
Yeah. Well, well whatever. Yeah, but that that's another thing hanging over that fight. But I think there's too much money in a rematch, even though I believe that I don't think he's going to do the numbers it did as a second fight because I, f- I really believe that uh, Tyson, F- most people believe Tyson Fury is going to beat his ass again. Right. I don't think he's going to be close again. Um, but, you know, it is what it well, is. Well, let me say this. Nobs, uh, one thing underrated about Wilder, he knows how to sell a fight too. Absolutely. He knows how to sell a fight. He, he go talk that he want to kill him. And, of course, with the with the whole glove thing, he going to say that's the reason he lost because of the glove. He he going to say Fury can't beat him straight up on an even playing field. And he going to make the people believe him. And, you know, they going to go I mean, back they, to thinking. They believe in it now. You know what's the crazy thing? And, and yeah. I hate playing the race card. But yeah. that's what's being played right now. Uh, right. E- even with um, with uh, Errol Spence, he's saying he has the right color to do this. So it's actually becoming right. a black and white thing right now. Right. And, right. you know, when you have a great white uh, champion and a great black champion... Listen, right. at the end of the day, that's what happens. Yep. Race gets played. Yep. Boxing is yep. probably the, the the sport that uh, most relies on ethnicity right. to sell fights. I mean, Mexicans, come on. Everybody knows yeah. that. No Mexicans ever going to go for, for a black fighter against right. their guy. So right. this is this is a sport where it actually uh, benefits off of race, race stuff. And I believe right. that that's what's going to sell <clears throat> this fight. Like you know, with Errol Spence making those allegations, and make a lot of people believe that shit. There's a lot of fucking yeah. people that believe it. Yeah, and, and it's crazy. People don't argue me down. People don't argue me down about that glove, man. I, to a point where I gave up. Like, all right, y'all, y'all got it. You know what it is when a guy like Errol Spence says it. Errol Spence is is one of the most respected welterweights in the world. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. And yep. again, the way you explained it, I don't know how in the fucking world he was able to, if, <laughs> how that could actually happen. So. It's impossible. I tried it. It's impossible. Oh, you actually tried it? Of course. I try, I did a video on my Instagram like a few weeks ago where I tried to do it. I showed them, look, you can't turn your fist forward because the knuckle is in the back of your hand. Yeah. The glove is in the front of the um. The palm part of the glove is in the front. How could your knuckle go to the front palm of the? It makes no sense. If he if he did that, he would break his hand. Mm. It makes no sense. I'm with you on that one. Shit, yeah. I'm, like again, man. Listen, I, I'm, I'm at first. I was, uh, you know, I was, I was, I wasn't sure. But after hearing what you're saying, I agree with you 100. percent I don't yeah. believe anybody. It. Anybody that hit is get a boxing glove. Put it on your hand. Try to turn your fist forward and put the knuckle part in the in the front palm of the glove. And not only do that, then punch something with your with your hand. And I guarantee you, then they'll break your your whole hand. It's they impossible. Were, they were saying basically he, his his glove was there, so I guess he was slapping them. But again, I, I have no. But clue how, how would that have that effect? If you slapping somebody, how could it affect your face? That's that's a slap. Yeah, I have no clue. But yeah, that's. Flat man, I definitely appreciate you for coming on. I'm gonna call sure. it. I'm gonna end it here, but hopefully mm-hmm. we get to have you every week, at least yeah. twice a week on the show. Can we get that? Because I think there's a lot of stuff that's gonna that we're gonna need to talk about with boxing. I had a good, I got, I had a good time fucking with you. <laughs> Absolutely, bro. I, I'll be uh, I'll be around a lot of boxers this following week. So you know, I'll be getting. Well, I'm always around boxers. This is my life. You know what yeah. I'm saying, um, so any. You more more things to talk for us to cover 
and you know more inside information. So anytime you you ready to do this, we can do this. I'm here. All right, my brother. Appreciate you. Appreciate you, bro.